Ever wondered how people have managed to break the glass ceiling, be it entertainment, social, or entrepreneurial? So have I. Welcome to another edition of Unlimited Couch. I have the beautiful singer and songwriter, Rolene, born and bred in Cape Town, and as she moved to Johannesburg to pursue her music career. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. I love your voice. It's so angelic. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And I love the genre that you chose to Sing, which is R&B. Yeah, it's it's really not as common, especially for a young person. I mean, it's only 26, and here we are listening to your songs alongside your voice. <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> so take us back to your childhood. What drew you to music, and how did you know that you know what? I have the voice, and I can make the most out of it. So I grew up in a very little town, the Nelson River. And uh, my family, they aren't very music oriented, but like, I feel like everybody has that, that, everybody loves music. Music is that one thing, it's like a universal language that just transcends through time and age and space and all that. So like, in my household, we had the stereo where there was always music playing. So I lived with, I had a, a family of like six people living with me at the time. I was always changing because I lived with my grandparents. So my family, because of all their egos and personalities that were so different, I got to listen and experience music differently than that. My older brother was listening to like R&B and hip hop at the time, and my mom was listening to R&B and soul a lot of the time. My dad was listening to jazz and pop music. My grandfather was listening to like '80s, like neo soul and like pop, but like stuff that. You won't really just be, it won't just be on anyone's playlist, you know. So I feel like I was blessed to be able to be inspired by all those different kinds of sounds and now be able to incorporate it into what I'm trying to be, what I'm trying to be as authentically as possible. So being in that space, like, it was beautiful chaos because, again, as aforementioned, Everybody has their own personality and everybody wants that to everybody wants to have the last say and everybody wants to be heard and everybody wants to be understood. So it was just like, hmm, how do I how do I get my point across without also like being too I don't know, like in your face. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I felt like writing was the only way for me to get a lot of my emotions out because I always yes. felt like there wasn't enough space for me, you know? So I wasn't always, I feel like I was always a songwriter, but I wasn't always a songwriter. I'm saying, like, nobody. Like, I've seriously tried to even ask the question, like, yo, like, was I adopted or something? I looked exactly <laughs> like my parents. So it's like, okay, like, that, yeah, okay. check the boxes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just, it was weird because I was always different. Yeah. And even when I decided to make the move here, I feel like I was the first person in my family to even sparked that trajectory for yeah. my family, you know? Yeah. Like leaving, not having a plan per se, but trusting my instincts, but also my instincts didn't know what it was doing at the time, because again, I knew no one here, yeah, you know? Yeah. So just being inspired by all the personalities and being inspired by the colors and like how everybody's just like authentically themselves allowed me to understand that it's okay for me to be me, even though people don't always understand it. Mm-hmm. It's not really my job or my responsibility for me to, like, get that point across, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, as you said that your family was not necessarily music-oriented, 
talented in terms of singing. Yeah. How were you able to convince them that this is something that you want to do? I mean, entertainment, I know, is quite a... Yeah. It's quite... Relationship it is, it with is. Families and parents. It is, because, I mean, as a parent, you only want your kid to succeed, you yeah. know? No matter what it is they're su succeeding in or what their succession is. It's always something that you just don't want to feel like a disappointment or... And I feel like that was mainly what my parents were going through because they never understood what it was. Yeah. And I feel like it's a very cliche story because it's 2023 or at the time, this was like 10 years ago. Mm. How do you explain that to someone that is so fairly new, especially in South Africa? Like at the time, there weren't many genres. I feel like we're still kind of getting to a place where we can explore all of our genres and be comfortable. Yeah. I feel like there's definitely space for it. But I don't think we've explored every entity that we could potentially do as a country. But hip-hop predominantly at the time mm -hmm. was something that was really like making waves. And that's also how I got my foot all the way in because of my collaborations and because of like just how I could easily just get acquainted with sound yeah. because of how I was raised, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. That being said, like it was just me trying to tell them, look, I don't know what it is I'm doing, but you just need to trust that it's going to be great. You know, mm -hmm. like this is going to work out. I don't know how, but it's going to work out because I had to drop out. I was studying at the time and I feel like they could see that it wasn't really making me happy more than anything. It made them sad because I was I started losing my essence. You know, like I wasn't as ha joyful or like just coming out of my room and just like annoying everyone. Like I didn't have time to do that because all I was doing was studying. <laughs> studying yeah. Like I didn't have time to be myself because I was trying to figure out who this new version of me was going to be because it was a big jump. Like no one really prepares you for the jump from high school to university. Yeah. Like it's such a big gap. Like it's no longer like you're around all these people. These are your friends that you've been with for five years or like sometimes they come from primary school so it's seven years it's yeah. 12 years you know what i mean and then you go into the space where you're just like alone world. it's a big wide west and you're just alone. like it's a jungle it's the jungle <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean and, and as much as your teachers or your educators at the time they try to prepare you but they don't really prepare you for like when you get there because yeah. like it's a it's, it's crazy mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so me being an overachiever in high school going from that to like varsity is just like yo i'm i'm going to 12 12 subjects, seven subjects, mm. to 13 modules for one semester, that was insane to me. I was just like, okay, I can't, I, I don't, like, if anyone wanted to talk to me, I'd be like, no, I can't, I can't even, I, I don't, I can't, that was I it. Can't. The English was gone, <laughs> like, there was no time, there was, I didn't want to, like, I, I yeah. literally knew that I had to focus, you know, because I wanted to be a dentist, and that was insane, again, it's just like, how am I going to do this? And also, this is six years of my life, and this is just the beginning. Yeah. And what was even more insane is that, like, you get up at 5, whereas in school, like, I only had to be there at 8.30. I had to be ready for my bus at 6 to drive all the way to, like, be all... So, like, again, like, with my parents, they just saw that I started losing so much of myself, trying to please them, when all they wanted was for me to just feel fulfilled. And they just didn't know how to communicate that, because... At their old age, it's just like, what is going on? Like, what is going on? And there's no answers. So they keep trying to, like, figure it out. But they also want to be proud. So it's their pride. And then it's they also, like, their heart at the same time. Yeah. It's just like, what do I choose? And, like, which part of this is, like, something I want for my family or for my daughter specifically? Mm -hmm. And 
they also said like because they I felt like they wanted more for me and it was that when they really just wanted me to be normal mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? and happy yeah. and so it was it was a very weird thing but they supported it they really did it, even when they didn't understand and yeah. even now they still don't understand they don't even want to understand to be honest they're just like do your thing you look like you're doing your thing you look like you're happy yeah. just you know and are you just happy? go back home sometimes are you happy? <laughs> I Do you am. feel like you found fulfillment in, in this industry, in this career, in what you're doing? I feel like it's like a roller coaster. Like there's times where you're just like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And it's just, I feel like with a lot of industries, it's like that. Especially if it's something that you're the first of to, to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if there's no lineage or there's no understanding or you, there's no one you can go to and ask for advice from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like it's, always going to there will always come with obstacles and hurdles but it's just a matter of how you manage them and like what your expectations are mm-hmm. and how you manage that yeah opposed to like you know like because there's there's so many things that needs to be managed you yeah. know there's yeah. your expectations there's your ego there's your pride there's your purpose you know there's all of those things it's just that become so overwhelming that you just like life is not that deep you know mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of taking it one day at a time but also with integrity and also understanding that just be a kind person and just be a good person because karma is real so like yeah. whatever you give back whatever you give you always give back tenfold yeah. so sure. I just try to always maintain that energy because everyone is struggling everyone's fighting their own battles everyone's going through something you know so like you just need to be mindful of how you approach that yeah. because you never know how the next person might like impact your life you know so and i feel like that that specific thing or specific topic we live in living is um <laughs> see you know stuff yeah. like that <laughs> like, <laughs> like your first album <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i just like, i just really want to i just really want to stay true to myself no matter what like there's been times where i felt like i'm in the wrong field for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. but then there's times where i'm just like there's no way I should be I could be doing anything else yeah, you know well. so I am extremely fulfilled right now I feel like every lesson that I've learned to this day mm. has made me or turned me into or molded me into the person I am and I'm kind of proud of who I am yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah and I mean for a very big brand that you are you know, a, a great musician that you are. The fact that you're so down to earth, <laughs> it's it's incredible. <laughs> it's like wow, this person <laughs> does she know who she is? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, okay, when you moved to Joburg, you mentioned that you didn't know anyone, mm-hmm. but hip hop was one of those genres that helped you get your foot in. So take us through how that happened for you. How were you able to meet people like the whole Nestesi, Teleman, and being able to collaborate with them? So I, I was I was working at one of the radio stations, and a friend of mine that also uh, that I had met through, through the whole station, mm-hmm. had told me that he was in town. Nestesi was in town, and they. He wanted me to meet him because he knew that I was making music. Like he already knew I had one of my first singles out at the time, mm-hmm. and also I was like a, I was a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> you know, yeah. so like I was just releasing <laughs> music on SoundCloud. But just for the yeah. fact of, this is again my diary entry 
all the songs are still there. They're not the greatest songs. I'm proud of them for sure because I was really young. I was 14 when I wrote them. So yeah. it's just like I'm proud of them. But it's like those are the songs that people are actually actively listening to in my circles mm. and sharing. Mm. So by the time that I had met him, his manager or former manager at the time um, was impressed to the point of like, you've been doing this yourself. Like how, like how have you been maneuvering? Like what is your plan? Like what are you trying to do? Do you do you want to do this thing? Because I know you're studying and you're working, you're doing multiple things, and like we don't want to get in the way of that. I went back home, I spoke to my family, I spoke to my little brother at the time. I was like, do you know this? I didn't even know who Nasty C was at the time, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. And I asked my little brother because he's like always watching MTV or watching something like yeah. on the TV, you know. And he was like, what? He met Nasty C and lost his mind. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, wait. Like, what's going on? <laughs> this guy. Yeah. yeah, and not even just like because he was reacting in that way, but because my brother is such a... He's a weirdo, you know, like he only listens to certain things, like he only acts a certain way. He's always been so mature for his age, like even for me to say it, it's just like he's my little brother, but like he, the way he carries himself, yeah. he doesn't have, he's always been an introvert, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't care what people think or say about him. Mm. He's always going to get his point across in the most like respectful way. So even for that, that was, that meant a lot for me because I'm just like, okay, you're picky about your music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even at your young age, like you're very picky. I'm very picky, but he's very picky. Yeah. So I then hit them back and said, um, I'm working on some other stuff. Cause obviously like, I didn't want to just lay all my cards on the table because I like, I didn't, I didn't know these people at yeah. all. You know, yeah. um, they then hit me up back and said, look, we should get like, have a meeting. It didn't even take that long for them to feel like they wanted to sign me at the time. Mm. And we were working on some ideas back and forth. We had another meeting. They met with my parents. Next thing, I'm moving to Johannesburg. Like, literally. And they were the only people I knew. Literally. Mm. Only people I knew. We were in studio all the time. We had made all the songs that only literally came out four years later Mm. at the time. Was made in like one night. So it was really hard to explain that to people because like phases, SMA, a couple of other stuff that we had done at the time, we knew what the vision and the purpose of those those songs were. And even though we had it in like 2017, 2016, Mm. it only came out in 2019, 2020. Mm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the songs came out way after. What was the reason behind that? I think we always knew we always knew, like, whenever we worked on something, like, you just know it's like a feeling. Like, you know, with music, it's just a feeling. You know, mm-hmm. this is this song is gonna change our lives, or this song is gonna do this, or this song is gonna do that. Yeah. And with that specific, with SMA specifically, we said the song is going to be massive. It was massive. Like, you know, do you I mean? know what you guys did with that song? <laughs> like, tearing up with our tissues, thinking up our exes. Yay, man! Like I was like, yeah, that song was amazing. But again, like that just shows what intention and purpose does. You know, true, true. Like if you set an intention and you know what you're working towards, you can't miss. And that's something I learned from the camp and from my team and from just trusting the process. And even if the process doesn't know that we're trusting it, it's just like, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. just keep doing, keep pushing, keep trying to understand what what role you play. Mm And then also not try to box yourself in that role. You know, not trying to be like, oh, I'm just this or I'm just that. Obviously not, I'm, I'm, I'm a person that firmly believes in mastering something you firmly feel like your purpose is in. Obviously you can 
pivot. Pivoting is important, but knowing when to pivot is also important. Mm -hmm. So with this specific genre thing or just singing thing, the hip hop scene thing, all of that was not, I knew that was not my purpose, but I knew at the time of what I needed to do for me to, for me to get where I want, you know, to get my foot in. And even then, like, I, I didn't know what I was doing, but... I kind of had some form of idea of where I saw myself in the next 10 years and I was like, and is this a brick? You know, like, because I I also firmly believe that you can't can't just build the house overnight. You know, like, there, there are some people that can, but that's not my, that's not my forte. I'm not a master of that. Mm. So I'm going to do it one brick at a time. I'm going to do it one layer at a time so that it's so firm and so solid yeah. that nothing is going to, you know, nothing can really t- break it down. Yeah. You know? So that's just where I'm at. You've worked on a couple of projects, EPs, and mm-hmm. I mean, your album, Living <laughs> Living in 2020. Um, what would you say is that project that you are very proud of in terms of where you were at the time when you did your music? And share with us some of the songs that still speak dearly to you. I would say all of them, honestly, because all of them in their own right, I was in the space I needed to be for me to write those songs, mm. you know, and each song allowed me to write the next yeah. and each project allowed me to kind of make the next project or be able to even get to the sound or even be able to understand collaboration to the point of like what is publishing, what is, you know, like what is yeah. a master, what is all of those things. So like my very first EP, The Evolution of a Robot, mm-hmm. was that like, that was when I just figured out that this is something I want to do. Yeah. So in that moment, that was a really exciting time for me because I was like, this is my first EP, like, ever. <laughs> I remember the day I put it out. I remember what I wore. I remember, you know what I mean? Like, I remember everything so, like, crisply. Like, it's like it's there, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's not just something I did in passing or something that was just something I did to make the time go quicker or to, for me yeah, to... Or just to release. And for the to just release for yeah. the sake of releasing. All the songs were intentional. Mm-hmm. Every part of it, like... I managed to work with other writers, like I managed to work with producers I've never worked with before. And even prior to that, I've been in the industry for like years, but I don't even count that, you know, because mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, this is my first serious project. Then my next EP, which is also the evolution of a robot, yeah. but it was the second edition, was just me showing that from five tracks or five or six tracks to like me making 20 tracks, like I can, you know, like I can do whatever I set my mind to. Like I wanted this to be a mixtape where. I'm just saying what I want to say. I'm getting everything off my chest. There's no genre. There's no, like, the features are everyone that wants to be a part of what I'm doing. There's a movement. We're all excited. I I played a lot of, I played major key roles in it. Like, I understood that, oh, I can do this. I can, I can write my own stuff. I can produce my own stuff. I can do my own artwork. I can do, like, I don't need to wait on anyone. So now I was more like the, the, the like, the bus and the train was moving. You know, like, there was movement and there was, there was some form of, direction now you know I moved to Johannesburg and like everybody wanted to work with me and it just felt crazy because these are people that I looked up to at the time and I'm just like what like why you know and a part of me feels like I shouldn't have done or taken on everything because a lot of the a lot of the sessions that I had done felt overly saturated and purposeless or like no one really knew what they were doing it was just the sake of me being in the room 
and I feel like that may have diluted part of me because energy is so important to me and I, I, it took me so long for me to get to like s music specifically yeah. is a feeling mm -hmm. so if you're in a space where like someone is just doing it for the sake of having you like oh you're, you're really in like I want a song with you because you have a song on SEC or yeah. you're popping right now or like they don't really know you they don't know the essence of you so obviously like I know myself that when I walk into a room like I know what I bring, you know, I know, I know, I'm very self-aware. So it's just, a lot of those times, like, it dimmed a lot of me. And I started believing that, and then it threw me off. Wow. You know what I mean? So, like, with every project, again, I needed those things. But a part of me wishes that I didn't do a lot of those things. And then I pivoted, and I, I just started working alone again. Mm. And that's when my, I, like, I got hit up by a lot of international people, like that also now I wanted to work but then I understood the concept of I'd rather save this for another day you know like when I feel like it will fulfill me because right now it's not my bucket list it's not something I want mm. and it needs to be mutual because if I don't feel the same way about something I'm not going to share it the way you do and yeah. it's kind of rude I feel like it's disrespectful to your art yeah. so my first album then came out 11-11 which was two years ago mm. and that was during the pandemic heavy pandemic but even being able to pull off an album in the pandemic and still be so proud of it. I wish a lot of things had gone differently for sure, but um, we were in a pandemic, you know? <laughs> and I learned so much from that process that with my last EP, it was so much better. Like, it was so much better. I knew how to apply myself. Yeah. I knew what to write about. I knew how, I knew how to be more intentional, uh, intentional about my manifestations in terms of what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. Like, I had learned so much in the last seven years mm -hmm. that I could again apply it. And that's how I got to this project that I just released, which yes. is Santa's Baby. That would be and it's get to this. doing so well. It's doing so amazing. And it's doing so well. And the songs are like... You know what I mean? Wow. It's, it's just, again, like, I needed all of, I needed all of that to, to be able to, to this point. do a three-track project that is going to move intentionally. Mm. You know, like, there was a lot of preparation and like thought that went behind it like yeah. it wasn't just I, I did just wake up and say I want to do a Christmas I did I did wake up and say I want to do a Christmas project <laughs> yes. but it was like I didn't just wake up and say I want to do a Christmas project and slipped and I got up I physically got up I called everyone I could call and said I want to do this right now where are you at do you have time can I make this project with you can I so now I know like for, for, like for stuff to happen you need to make it happen Sometimes yeah, you just you need to, to go make out there and go out there and yeah. make it happen. Yeah. You know, you can't just dream and then exactly. Sleep and then so expect like people to move with you. You know, exactly. so it's just and even sometimes you need to move alone. But even then, like the momentum, yeah. like you have built up over time, allows you to run now. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I'm no longer crawling. Like now it's like I have momentum. I can run. Like I have speed. You know, yeah. and it's not just speed is not important. That's that's definitely not what I'm saying. It's just that momentum is momentum important. Momentum is very momentum important. Momentum is very, very important. Yeah. You know. Agreed. And I mean you've also worked, you know, across the globe, LA, London. Mm -hmm. So how have those opportunities come about and is there something about those geographical places that kind of like hits differently when it comes to inspiration and the one hundred percent. The air yeah. is different. And like that that in itself mm. is a lot. Like your breathing, your your the energy vibration is different. Everything yeah. is different. Everything is different. Like and as much as like I feel like a lot of people don't believe in those things, but it's like when you walk into a room, right, and everyone is sad, 
automatically you're gonna feel that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So imagine it's the complete opposite and everyone's happy. But now let's put that in like a music perspective. Everyone's productive. Everybody is intentional. Yeah. You walk into a room, everybody knows why they're there. Mm. No one is asking. No one has imposter syndrome. No one feels like, mm, I'm just a fly on a wall. No, everyone is there. There's not just a bunch of people in the room just sitting for the sake of taking pictures. Mm. Everyone knows what they're there for. Everyone knows what they're getting paid for. Everybody knows what they're doing, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a system. I'm not saying that there isn't one here. I'm just saying that there's a different one mm. in every city or in every country or in every, like, across the globe, wherever you're going, everyone does things differently mm -hmm. so for me to be able to take what I've learned here go there learn something new take what I've learned there move somewhere else take that now I've learned three different things I can choose which one it's interchangeable these are all lessons you know yeah. so for me to be able to write in London and listen to the sounds and things that are incorporated there or influenced there yeah. and be like oh how can this inspire me to do this or you know and then also being the person that I am my personality allows me to go into rooms and create or form new relationships mm -hmm. that just sparks a whole new flame yeah. and next thing I know I have another project or I'm working with people I never thought I'd be working with. You know what I mean? So it's just being intentional of what my purpose is. My purpose is to be a great musician, to be a great artist, to be able to like pay it forward and to be able to take that knowledge, soak it up and come back home and like just like, you know, like mm -hmm. just sponge it out and just be like, let me just tie this out and just put it in the bucket. You guys can all use whatever you want, you know, from what I've learned, yeah. from my lessons, from my mistakes, from my experience. And I lay the same thing. Um, I feel like that's where music started, not started or originated, but like there's just there's a different energy. It's just like people know they wake up, they eat, breathe, sleep this, like, you know what I mean? They don't make excuses, like, people are tired, like, mm. they're exhausted, but it's like, they're still passionate, you know, no one's complacent, no one is, I mean, they know why they're there, you know? Yeah. People don't just go to LA, it's an expensive city, it's a very hard place to live in, um, but people who are there know why they're there, so it's like, the conversations sometimes are extremely pretentious, but like, again, I didn't come here to make friends, mm -hmm. you know? So it's just like, you know. Yeah, you know. There's no you. way there's just a random person. Like, just everyone knows why they're there. Mm -hmm. Even though you you don't know. You don't know who you're running into. You don't know what this person does. You don't know who this person knows. Mm -hmm. or But opportunities are absolutely endless in mm -hmm. LA, you know? Mm -hmm. Same with London. Different, different genre-specific. Like, there's always concerts. I feel like London is the hub of entertainment right now because... Mm -hmm. No matter the time or the day, there's always something happening. Mm. It, something musical. Like yeah. there's always something happening. There's, they're hosting something. There's, and it's always it's it's cool to see because it's mostly Pan African things that's mm. happening. Nice. Like the concerts are insane. Like you'll see Davido, then you'll see T was Savage, and then you'll see Focalistic, or you know what I mean. Like it's crazy. Like it's we're taking over, but in a way that's like fulfilling and holistically fulfilling because you're like hmm the world is growing they're listening mm. you know yes, like yes. even with my album like a crazy situation with the whole Chris Brown dropping the exact same concert exact same artwork to me that was like it's either A I just didn't execute the idea the way the universe of God wanted me to and it just passed it on to someone else for them to do the exact same thing yeah. or they're just watching you know like there's, there's two know. extremes and you don't know but it's like if you sit in that like labyrinth of trying to figure it out you're just gonna drive yourself crazy yeah so it's just knowing i did what i needed to do at the time i feel like um for you 
the whole intention with music is just to create something long lasting. Yes. And create a legacy. Yeah. And it's not fame or money that's just in your head. It's it's, it's, it's further thing. It's purpose. It's, it's like purpose and creating life a is difference. just so short. Yeah. Like we see that we've seen that this year alone, like has been crazy for artists, mm. you know, like it was was an emotional roller coaster and it's like hard to grasp the concept of how fickle life is mm. and it does not belong to us and time is, is, is time is so important like that's the one thing I, I take very seriously that's why I always show up on time it's just like that's one thing we're never gonna get back yeah like that's the most expensive gift I can give someone is my time I feel mm. like and I'll be there I'll be present when I do that so yeah. it's just like I've had that moment where everyone was paying attention and everyone was just like oh my god who is she and even that wasn't enough for me you know what I mean like I can't say it wasn't enough it's just I knew that that was not it you yeah, know like this there's is something bigger. there's something bigger and it's just like being grateful for it understanding it not abandoning the ship but knowing that if I stay on this I'm going to sink you know and that's not what I want that's I would rather be happy than to be everything else yeah you know like that I want my story to be something that like she lived and she she did things like she changed the world yeah, and she, she changed the like world. everyone was happy to be around her you know like those are the things that I want people to remember about me it's just that that was it my purpose was to make people happy to make them feel seen and make them feel understood through my music or just as a person and I lived, I traveled, I laughed a lot, I lived a lot, made a lot of mistakes, Yeah. you know? Okay, um, before we wrap up this interview, I'd like us to talk about the fact that you knew what your purpose was, which was music. You didn't know how you, how you were going to make things work, but you just, you had that conviction, you had that faith, you just moved to Joburg yeah. with no contact or anything. I would like to ask for someone listening, who has dreamt so big, who's been trying, but you know, the doors are always closed, they can't. Maybe they also moved to yeah. different cities and things are not working out, you know. As you know, unemployment is rife. Yeah. Like, it's just difficult to fulfill your dreams. And for someone like you, who was, I would like to say, fortunate enough to be able to, yes, there were challenges along the way, but you were able to make something of your passion and talent. What advice would you give that person who's just on the brink of just despondence because nothing doesn't seem to work out. So how do you know, okay, this is a challenge versus this is not meant to be? I would say trust your intuition. You know whether you made something good, you know? Like, we have so many yes-men around us. I feel like it's hard for you to distinguish whether, if we're speaking about music specifically, mm-hmm. I, you, 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 know, you know when you have that song, you know? You know when you have that song you know like you know I can't there's no other way for me to say it like you know like I know I've made I have so many songs I have hard drives and hard drives and hard drives of music but I know like is this just something I'm doing in passing or is this like yo this is gonna this is crazy yeah. you know like working hard is so important and working hard with purpose is you know like you can work smart also like that's that's a real thing yeah. it's really it's a real thing but intention manifesting Praying, having faith, those things are all at the top of my list. But again, just timing, 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 timing. Mm. Like sometimes you question why things are not working out for you. 
and you become despondent because you feel like in your head you have this expectation of what your life is supposed to be like yeah. and sometimes those are not even things that you think you want or things you you feel like you need and it's just other people in your ear saying oh you're so good at this you should be doing this or you so you look so like you should be this like if i listen to everyone i'd be a model or i'd be a dentist or i'd be a physiotherapist or a psychotherapist like that's if i had listened to everyone i would not be where i am today mm. so it's just like listening to yourself is so important and trusting your god your family even when they don't know like their prayers you know like those things are so important so like being respectful mm. to everybody all the time is also so important like you don't know like you know again being kind because karma you know karma is so important like that is also important because mm. People do this thing where they look at where you are on the ladder and they change how they treat you mm. because they feel like you can provide more for them or yeah. you act a certain way and it's extremely again pretentious. And I'm not going to lie, like I've a lot of the people I've encountered, mm. no matter how big or how small, I treat them with the same kindness and respect and they always pay for it, you know? and that's how i managed to have longevity or have or be in the spaces that people put me in you know mm-hmm. like it's not just luck it's really just been preparation means hard work you know it's just like i'm ready you can put me in a session with drake right now and i'd kill that shit you know yeah so it's just it took me 7 years it took me 7 years to more than 7 years 7 years actively but like probably 10 12 years like writing and going and dropping off flash drives and knocking on doors and asking like how can i okay why no why no I t- mm. so many no's but like how can i make it yes yeah not today but next week or next year so how like even with this christmas project again simple example i pitched it for three months i was just like i really want to do this i really want to do this everyone was just like why it doesn't make sense it's not an african thing like it's not a south african thing whatever and i was like i'm gonna drop this project independently whether you trust me or not like yeah. i know that this is a great idea like i know this is a great idea yeah and I did, this has been my highest streaming project in, it's only been out for two weeks. Yeah. And it's already on half a million streams. Half a million, yeah. And it's, and that's crazy. That's crazy. It has no, like it has features, but it's like, it doesn't have any big names. It doesn't have any international artists. It doesn't have any crazy production. And that's what I wanted to ask. What were your intentional with the people that you 100%. Yeah. Like, I've worked with almost everyone that I've wanted to work with. And music is energy. And when people feel that like this was made with pure love or pure joy or mm. pure sadness, because those are all real feelings, we're human, you know, like it comes with denotations, which is crazy, it's fine. Like when someone says you need to be selfish, automatically you think, oh my God, that's a bad thing. And it's not, like these are all common words that we just attach bad meanings to. Yeah. So again, with this project, I knew that I wanted to be around people that understood what I was trying to evoke emotionally and what I wanted or how I wanted to be perceived sonically and I, I feel like I ticked all the boxes and it just it made sense for me to work with the people I worked with because they were so they are so good at what they do production writing whether it's just composition or just playing the piano or just you know what I mean it was very intentional and people are receiving it the way I would like more than I thought they would, you know, and that's been that's been a great way to for me to start my next year to be very honest because I've already submitted my music for next year, like 
already have dropping dates like my year for next year yeah like you know what i mean it's <laughs> already planning just already done oh no it's already done like people while people are still thinking about what they're gonna do next year i've already like it's already in the system it's coming out it's done like the artwork's done like it's finished like it's done you You know it's also um just to go back to my previous question in terms of challenges and stuff do you think that a lot of it's in addition to obviously maybe hunger or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, do you think that maybe we kind of like bend towards what society tells us in terms of what you must achieve by certain A hundred percent. I feel like a hundred percent. Like I said before mentioned, like I, I, I won't lie. Like a lot of the things we think we want is people's dreams. Like it's other people's dreams For that us. they that they project onto us mm-hmm. because they see that you have that light or they see that you have that drive or passion or heart or hunger. They're like, hmm, let me just try and feel them maybe they can fulfill my dreams and i've i've been i've been a vessel for that and let me tell you it's exhausting mm-hmm. you know like when you're chasing something and it's not something that you that you even want like it's not it's not your dream it's not something that you even thought about yeah. but then you like you think about it in a way that's just like damn i never thought of it but that's me because i'm an optimist you're just like i never thought i could do that yeah but then you're just like i didn't even want to do that <laughs> so why would i even be thinking of doing that if yes, it wasn't yes. it wasn't an option it wasn't it wasn't on the table for me you know mm-hmm. so like those are the things that usually divert you from what your path is your intuition will never ever guide you on the wrong on the wrong track yeah. i swear to god like if i had listened to myself more i promise you i would have made less mistakes or i would be i would have cried less mm-hmm. but i needed that i needed all of that i needed all of it to feel me i needed it to be able to tell the next young upcoming female artists that don't do that especially female artists. especially female artists of color you know like to see tyler breaking out right now like it's so like a lot of people try to do the thing where they try to put us against each other or try to make me feel like i shouldn't be supporting her or i shouldn't see it in a way like and all i am is like happy like it's i'm so excited it's just like yeah. i can't explain it it's like this feeling in my heart it's yeah. just like oh my god <laughs> like she's doing it you know yeah, yeah. but like i feel that way about a lot of artists and it's just like the industry and men specifically like do this thing where they'll make you feel like you're in competition with another woman and i swear to god i do not want what she has mm. not even like yes like i'm happy for her and like we don't do the same things we will never do the same things. We will never want the same things. I think we all just want to be... If there's one thing we probably want in common, it's to be happy and successful. Mm. But, like, success means different things to me yes. than it means to someone else. Yeah, you know? true. So I just want to live in my right and purpose and just to be sure that, like, all my lessons and mistakes are mine. I own them. I take accountability for, like, the part I play in certain things. Mm. I write about it. I sing about it. I apologize. Mm. I move on, you know? Yes. So moving to your EP, Santa's Baby, Jingle Bells, I think in one of your lyrics when you were singing about the memories that you share, Mm -hmm. drinking wine while mommy was drinking, (laughs) (laughs) like what I enjoyed so much about those only three songs was it, it took me through different various emotions like nostalgia, happiness, loving what the festive season is about also at the same time that heartbreak of you know having that first christmas with a breakup yeah with losing a loved one so really it reminded me of my own personal journey which was so emotional by the time i was done 
I was tearing up and I was like, this is so beautiful. Like, this is so beautiful. What was the intention um, behind this project? So when you sat down, you're like, I want to do this project. What were you trying to evoke in us? I wanted you to feel like what I was, or what I felt yes. in the last couple of years of Christmas, you know. Nostalgic, mm. for sure. I feel like we all had a Christmas that was really happy. Yeah. We all had a Christmas where we were really, like we, we lost someone or we gone through something and then we all had a Christmas where we were just abandoned and alone. Or we felt like that at least. So like last year I was in LA and I was alone. I literally was in the house alone. I had no friends, I had no family. Is it cold? Like freezing. It was oh. winter. Their Christmas is snowy. Mm-hmm. So it's like complete opposite of what I'm used to. And obviously as time proceeds, like you outgrow Christmas or the feeling of what it's supposed to be. I didn't. I'm not going to lie. I didn't. I don't want to ever outgrow it because I have this like childlike feeling for what I remember my first, not my first Christmas, but my first memory of my favorite Christmas. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, like what I wore, this peach dress. My hair was like long and flowy and it's just like I remember putting up the tree I remember what I got for Christmas you know and my family wasn't wealthy at all you know but the fact that my mom always made sure that no matter how small the gift was we'd get something yeah. and like that was what Jingle Bells was about like it's just like it felt like a hug and like understanding appreciation yeah. just the word itself because now I feel like I appreciate things a lot more because of how my parents raised me you know, like the, even the smallest things, like you give me a rock and I'd be like, oh my word, thought about me. <laughs> yeah. Like it's the thought, it's thoughtful, it's being thoughtful. In the other songs, it's just like I've gone through a breakup where every year we're just not together, we've been dating forever, and it's just like, why are we never okay on Christmas? Yeah. Like, and it's just like, is this like, because this means so much to me, I, I had to learn a lesson? Mm. Like, is this just not, am I, is this a facade? Am I making up something? Because in this most important time, like, you're not there, you mm. know? Yeah. Like maybe it's just not for us. Maybe I'm just trying. Maybe you're not even this person that I made up in my. Maybe I just made up this character. Because we make them. We do that. I'm great at that. No, we make them up. Let me tell you. Ah, you have potential. (laughs) You don't even know that you have the potential, but you have it. You have the potential. So you fall in love with the potential of someone, and it's just like Christmas is that time where you're just like, yeah, I want to shower you with all this attention and gifts, and it's just like, ah, you're zero. Delolo, you're not there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. So, like, there's that, and then also, like, my grandfather had passed away, and, like, that was a really, like, big thing for me. Like, we used to, like, my family is just so intertwined, but, like, once he had passed on, Mm -hmm. everything just felt weird, you know? Like, everyone just dispersed, and it's just, like, I saw, okay, you're the glue, for sure. And, like, I don't want that. I don't want that Mm -hmm. responsibility, because it it could have easily been me, but it just didn't make sense to me at the time. And, like, I had to be able to, like, write about me just sitting in my friend's car and just being sad about, like, yo, like, shit's never going to be the same again. Like, this is actually it. This is mm-hmm. life. This is just it. A hard lesson. I hope, it, like, I, my family is never like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't control everything. And that's also something I had to learn with this project, that you can't control everything. Yeah. And, like, Christmas is a time where families are together and it's just like, Wow. I mean, okay, um, just just a bit, a tiny mm-hmm. glimpse, when you mentioned that you were alone in the cold in LA, so, like, what is it about that experience, like, maybe even the coldness or the food or mm-hmm. not having family? Yeah, to having to Panda Express. <laughs> 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 like, I had Panda Express, like, I had this, like, takeout, like, 
it wasn't even like a cute because you know like on Christmas you have your seven colors no matter yes. what like you were family like this dessert is trifle there's all the things you hate but it's there yeah you can say I don't want it <laughs> but it's there, but it's there. <laughs> yeah. so like being alone in a foreign country it's just I I can't I can't express it like it's it's wild like it's it's a wild thing because you have to like sit in that solitude of is this a capitalistic thing that's just celebrated and have been has been given to me like westernized and just given to us as like Africans like why do we even celebrate Christmas like what is Christmas like what what have I been celebrating like what is why do I love this holiday so much I had to sit and think about all those things like scrolling through Instagram seeing everyone posting the gifts and posting the trees they didn't even have a tree last year like it didn't and that's my favorite part is decorating the Christmas tree but being able to just sit and I was making music I was in the studio every day just creating 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 trying to fill the void of being empty and alone you know mm. but then eventually like I was like I really like myself like I really like spending time with myself I really like getting to know why certain things trigger me and why certain things make me happy or why certain things excite me and I don't need validation from anyone else for me to like those things like yeah. I don't need to explain why I like Christmas like I like Christmas like do you not like seeing people happy and like <laughs> like doing things that make them happy like what how am I bothering you right yeah. now you know so like that is also like a big theme for me it's just like if I'm not hurting anyone I'm not doing anything crazy I'm not bombing up a whole freaking country <laughs> I'm not performing anything insane like I'm just happy that I can put up this little fake tree in my house like yes. you know why okay through this project what is that main message that you want your fans and all listeners mm-hmm. um, to take away from from the music everything is there lyrically and sonically it's beautiful but what is that message you want people to take honestly like from an artist's perspective to another musician or an artist or any creative mm-hmm. just do it if you want you know life is short You don't know how this impacts someone else. You don't know how this changes or makes them happy or makes them sad or makes them feel content with or or even seen or heard because a lot of the times like you feel like we're going through things alone and then you see like yo you're also going through that mm-hmm. but just by speaking up you create an awareness and yeah. with that awareness you create a community and with the community like you have support, you know? So with music like that's all i wanted for this project to show other africans or other african artists and creatives or anyone actually mm-hmm. that with intention you can create anything you know and with purpose you can see it to the finish line and you're you're able to see it blossom into something you're proud of mm-hmm. once you're proud of something it's just that energy just feeds back it doesn't die you know it doesn't die out and with that you create momentum and with the momentum like you're always fulfilled and if you're happy you can make other people happy yeah. so just start with yourself first and you can't fill up another cup with an empty cup you know sure. so like this is what I wanted I wanted people to feel and to feel like they're not alone and I feel like that message came across pretty well because even when I performed these songs like I was telling my story of I always spend Christmas alone for some weird reason like I don't know why And then there were other people that were like, me too, that's crazy, I don't even know why. And I'm like, maybe we just don't need to know why. Maybe it's just the time, like, it's the time for us to know that we are enough. You know, like we, we sometimes charge yourself up before you go mm-hmm. somewhere else mm-hmm. and just try to get that from somewhere else. Like, you can do that for yourself, you know. So I wanted, that's all I wanted. I just want people to be happy mm-hmm. and then to listen to music and have, feel like it's a hug for me to them. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Speaking of it, so how would you define success in the sense that um, where you are now, musically speaking, are you fulfilled? Um, are you where you had envisioned for yourself? So how would you define success now? Me being able to just wake up and go wherever I want to, mm. whenever I want to. I think that is being comfortable within myself, within my own skin. Being able to stand up for myself, to set boundaries and not feel uncomfortable mm. with someone else being uncomfortable with their disrespect. Like, that is me being successful because I've always been a people pleaser. I've always wanted, like, as much as I'm a very wholesome, like, a giving person, mm. like, there's a line to everything, you know? So, my success right now is me being holistically fulfilled in every right and taking up space unapologetically, speaking up for myself in respect, in, like, in a respectful manner, like even in the most irrelevant conversations, like knowing when to walk away mm. and knowing that like some things are just not for me and I'm okay with that, you know, like I can live without it. Mm. And yeah, and just being able to say, yo, I want to go to LA tomorrow and I'm just being able to just, just get take a break and, and go, go. Yeah. you know, and even if it's me couch surfing or me figuring it out, that makes me happy. Like I'm okay with it. Like I hate that like we have this ideation of success that is oh, when you live in this mansion mm -hmm. and I like I, I tried that like you know like I tried that like I, I always wanted to live in this big house with this white picket fence and I, like with my partner and a dog and and I just even that wasn't enough mm. so now it's like what is what is success is it wealth mm. you know what is it you know like yeah, what is it? we're all just gonna die <laughs> guys <It's> like, <laughs> like we're literally all you know you don't die with your possessions yeah Position mean nothing to me. Like I've lost so much in the last two years. Like when I say I've lost so much, but I've I've been so much my happiest. Like I I had auctioned all my stuff, mm. all my stuff because I wanted to move, and I didn't care. I was living out of my suitcase for like for this whole year. I've been living out of my suitcase, literally mm. from B and Bs to like just moving, just moving. Like and I tell that story so happily because I'm just like. That shit meant nothing to me. Like, guys, you were like, oh, you had so much stuff. And I'm like, wow. What does that mean? Like, I I don't know. Like, do I go? Like, what happens? Like, what happens with all these things? Like, I, I can't even explain it. It's mm. just like, I've had it. And it just wasn't what I thought it would feel like, you know? And the second I hopped on a plane, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know where, where I was going to stay. I didn't know... Who I'd meet, but I knew for a fact that yo, this is about to be the best trip of my life, and it was. And I ended up staying and staying and staying and staying until I was like, okay, I should go home now, because I was only supposed to be there for a week, and I ended up staying for six months. Yeah. And then I I came back for a week. I went back for another six months. I was like, okay, well, I'm doing so much more in a space with people that don't even know me, but mm -hmm. value me at a higher, you know, at a higher rate. The respect is different. It's just I get the to start ethic. over. You know, like like the work ethic's different. Like it's it's just it's a different perception of what you think the industry is supposed to be like or mm -hmm. supposed to feel like. So when I step into my succession when I eventually I feel like I'm already there but I'm not even close to where I wanna be. But I'm not chasing anything, you know? Like everything has happened with purpose and with time and like every person I've met Mm -hmm. The time that I've met them 
has done some crazy things that's yeah. changed the trajectory of what it is I thought I would be wanting to do. Like, I'm doing house music now. I never thought I'd like doing that. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But again, like before, I was told, like, oh, you should do this. You should do that. And I'm like, okay, did that, hated it. Now I'm doing something that no one told me to do. Oh. No one came to me and said, oh, my God, you should jump on this. Or I just heard something. I was like, I've never done this. I don't know if I'd hate it. Yeah. Let's just do Let's it. Try. Let's yeah. hear what it sounds like. And I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. I can do whatever I want. I yeah. At any point, mm. at any time, I can do whatever I want. And that is success. I'm not hurting anyone. It's I can make money off of it. I'm not naive about it. Obviously, money is important. I need to eat. You know, I need to pay people. I have a team. You know? But even with that, like, everyone sees the vision. No one is trying to make anyone feel like they're above anyone else we all have the same common respect yeah. for each other everyone's hungry everyone's passionate because i see what my fuel does to someone else like i was in a session the other day simple example mm -hmm. um, with a friend of mine who i've known like my whole life but we never really work together and he's a producer but my relationships aren't just music you know like i like to make sure of that i'm just like guys just because we're artists doesn't mean we can't just be friends yeah you know like yeah. i'm here i know what you're going through i'm here it's like you just want to talk about mm. anything i'm here and vice versa and this was like the first time we had really worked we have a song on my ep the frequency but like we've known each other for like almost seven years and that was the only song which was like two years ago and, and then recently for the first time since then which is two years later we knocked out like four songs in a night and he was like i don't think you know like what you're capable of like just as a person like you just walk like you literally like i'm so inspired like i've worked with so many people and he's worked with so many people mm. but it's just like and i'm like i take away from that and i'm just like i don't even know like i didn't know that i didn't know that because again i'm here to just make music because i love doing it yeah. i love it i love it i love it so much and you could see that he loves it, but the people that he's worked with or working with is doing it for the streams or doing it for some other stuff. Like, I don't know what they're doing it for. Mm. But he's like, you're inspiring me. Like, you, you fuel me up. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. We're still here and we're not tired. Like, I'm not complaining about wanting to go home. Like, wow. I'm here still. Like, I'm still working. Same thing with another DJ two weeks later. Mm. He's a DJ, but an artist that wanted to work with me. And he's like, dude, you just inspired me. Like, you're so different. Like, your energy is just so different. Like, you, your perspective is different. Mm -hmm. You approach things different. Like, you're so nice. And I'm just like, like, have you worked with shit people before? Like, <laughs> like I don't what's understand. Going, yeah. Like, what's going on? And I keep asking that question because, like, I can't believe you. Mm. Because I'm just like, what have you been working with? <laughs> like, what are they doing to you guys? Because, yeah. like, I just... I'm here, like, I'm just doing what everyone else is doing. Like, yeah. what am I doing that's so different? And, like, it inspires me and it fuels me to be like, okay, if this is what I'm contributing and changing how I'm changing your life with just being here, yeah. like, I want to do that with more people. Like, I want to be able to change more lives and make them feel like I want to inspire more people, you know? Yeah. So that is success. It's just lighting up the whole city, you know? The second last question <laughs> is how do you aim to create longevity with the music so where is Ruben 20 years from now? Still honest, still transparent, still creating, still working hard man. Music. I feel like son, I will definitely never stop making music. This is my diary, this is like how I journal. I definitely journal and sometimes those words become the lyrics, sometimes it doesn't. But definitely achieved every goal, I've ticked off every box. I'm I have family, they doing whatever they want because I'm not in control of that. But like, 
that's just where it's at for me. Like I feel like I'm I'm always gonna be making music, I'm always gonna be inspiring people the best way I can. And just being authentic in myself. Oh yeah, like <laughs> sitting here, kids gonna be running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am so proud of the work that you do. I'm inspired by your lyrics, by your songs. I can't believe. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no more worry. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like I, I really mean it. Like I really can't believe how far you've come, you know, with your music and and how humble you are. Guys, there you have it. It was such a beautiful time that I spent with Rolene. Don't forget to stream her EP, Santa's Baby. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget to also follow her on all social media accounts. Could you please give them to us? It's R-O-W-L-E-N-E. I'm just going to say everywhere. Across all platforms. There you have it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to our last edition for the year. Wow, uh, yes. Me, uh, <laughs> bang. yes, we are dropping the mic here. So don't forget, don't forget to be inspired by On the Minted Couch. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to the series. Until next year, have a great festive season. <laughs>